Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 302 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Henry. And he writes, I would like to start accompanying the congregation using the electronic keyboard. My question is, when and how do I start learning congregational opening hymns? Please, I need your advice um, on this issue. So also, opening hymns for congregational singing. I, I guess Henry should start learning them right from the start. That's right. How else could you start to learn them? Um, it depends on his level of ability, of course. True. If he can play for part harmonizations or not yet. What to do if he can't play for parts right away? Maybe say read a bunch of hymns, uh, one voice at a time, two voices. Yes, that's right. And that electronic keyboard, I assume, doesn't have the pedal board, yes? Mm-hmm. Probably, no, not. Uh, so then, uh, the, to me, accompanying hymns on, on a keyboard without pedals is more difficult than with pedals. What about you? True, true. Why? There is not much you can do on the electronic keyboard without a pedal. And your left hand then is very busy. True. Okay, so... Henry might benefit from our uh, him playing master course, probably, or him him sight reading uh, challenge, right? Uh, what do you think about that, also? True. I just don't don't sure why he is asking only about opening hymns. Will somebody else play the rest of the hymns? Right. It's unclear. I can't imagine the situation without play, him playing everything else. Or is he talking maybe about introduction of the hymn? Oh, you mean playing hymns like normally would people play, but adding introductions? Maybe. 
That's what he means. Okay. So then, then it's another problem. He needs to creatively introduce hymns. True. What's the easiest way? Well, just to play last phrase of, or, you know, four measures of end of the hymn. Mm-hmm. The last phrase. Yes, the last phrase. Or maybe it measures two phrases. Well, it that's that wouldn't be a phrase. A phrase is a two measures. Yeah, I meant two phrases, like a sentence. Yes. Is it okay to end the introduction with the dominant chord? Yes, in some cases it might work. You change the last cadence to the half cadence and finish on the dominant chord. And what happens then is very interesting. Congregation is propelled into singing the first verse right away. Yes, that might work. Because... What happens with the half cadence, Osha? What's the feeling? That, you know, something is unfinished and you have to continue. It's like a question mark. Yes, it is like a question mark. Very good comparison. This year when you started Harmony with kids, you already are talking about cadences or not? Yes, I'm talking about cadences all the time. Mm -hmm. So how they are doing... in playing or writing down cadences? Well, some better, some worse, as always. Do they have to write down cadences or play them in your school? Both. Both, right? I see. What do they like more, to write or to play? Somebody like more writing, somebody playing. It depends on the person. Mm-hmm. But playing is rather more difficult, probably. Uh, yes, often it's more difficult. Because C- you don't have much time to think, just just play rhythmically. But not for piano majors or choir conductors. Mm-hmm. Usually people who play melodic instruments, such as wind instruments or strings, they can't play yes, piano very well. Yes, it's hard for them, yes, harder. Mm-hmm. Can they still advance with sufficient practice? Of course. Uh, Everybody can advance with enough practice. Mm -hmm. So Henry could also advance, probably. Yes. Do you think Osha uh, uh, transposing uh, hymns would benefit him? I think... Every musician needs to know to know how to transpose and to do that occasionally. Why? That's a very useful tool. Well, it broadens your perspective, you know, you get better acquainted with various keys. I don't know, it's sort of like exercise of, for your brain. Like Sudoku? Yes. Musical Sudoku. I think even better. Mm-hmm. So... It could uh, postpone Alzheimer's and uh, similar illnesses. True. I see. Wonderful. So, guys, you see, you can sometimes create your own exercises out of real hymns or even musical compositions that you're playing right now. Imagine 
you're playing a piece of organ music, a choral prelude, right? Um, is it possible also to take a, an excerpt of, of choral prelude and and to transpose it into other keys? Yes, of course. Why not? Uh, what's the principles when you do this? How do you think? I know you are a teacher and you you can't imagine yourself probably as a beginner, but but. What you're thinking about when you transpose? Well, I'm thinking about given interval, by which I have to you know to transpose it. Well, sometimes I you know add a different clef mm-hmm. to that's a possibility too. What do you mean? Well, let's say imagine that this piece is written, let's say not in the treble clef but in alto clef. That's it. And alto clef means that on the middle line there is treble C. That's right. Okay. Oh, uh, some other key, you know, soprano key, mm-hmm. tenor key. There are five yes. C clefs, uh, three F clefs, and two G clefs. Yes, but I think, you know, the... Most common way to transpose, I think it's uh, you know on a given interval. Mm-hmm. Think about it. How beneficial is it to think about scale degrees instead of intervals when you transpose? In which kind of music would that work? Well, it depends on how you know how how you think when you are playing. A piece in a home key. If you are thinking in scale degrees or not. If you are thinking, then yes, it would be easier probably to transpose thinking about you no know, scale I degrees. Don't know. I don't think that myself. I don't. I don't know many people who think in scale degrees. Me too. Because it's harder for your brain. Right, and we always strive to do easier things. Well, I think it's not that it's harder, but I think it's more math approach, less musical approach, thinking in skill degrees. Mm-hmm. Okay. And some people are very good at it. Some are better than others. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So you can think about scale degrees, think about intervals, and even think about different clefs when you transpose. That's right. That's the main three principles. And it could work for hymns too, when you tra- have to transpose either entire hymn or just a, a part of it, like soprano or a bass. Right. So Henry and others who who struggle with uh, learning congregational hymns could really benefit from transposing and sight reading in, in a home key too. Many, many hymns. At first it's a slow process, right, Osha? Yes. And what happens later in in, a, in three months, let's say? It gets easier and easier. Would it always be, you know, 
as as easy as say trading. I mean, can you say trade in a foreign key right away with fluency? Him. Yes. Yes, I believe so too, because if you, for example, want to get certified by American Guild of Organists in certain levels of examinations, they have transpose transposition exercises of hymns too. And so transpose up a half step or a whole step and or downwards, up a major or minor third or downwards too. We have this course transposition for organist level one, which would be helpful for people too. Thank you guys, this was Vidas. And Usha. Please send us more of the questions. We love helping you grow. And remember when you practice. Miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, The sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vidas and Osha, thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total-organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video, how to master any organ composition and 
attendee organ playing minicorps. This was Vidas and Usha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.